there was recently a study that said for adults, our attention span is 47 seconds when we're on a screen. For a child, it's much less. Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Today, I welcome Meredith DiPaolo. She's a mom of two girls and the co-founder of Carrots and Cake. Doesn't that sound fun? It's a parental control learning app that supports you as you give your kids a healthy and balanced approach to the digital world. She's a TV producer, a journalist, and has worked around the world for CBS News, CBS Sports, Bloomberg, and HBO Sports. I am thrilled to have her here to share with you the idea that there is a happy medium between going completely tech-free and full-on whenever your kids want to use their devices. Her app and her mindset about developing great human beings who have the self-awareness, self-regulation, and self-control to manage screen time is truly going to inspire you. Maybe not even just for your kids. You might make a small tech shift too. Enjoy this episode. Meredith, I have so been looking forward to this conversation. Thank you for being here. You're going to share with us how we can bring some balance to our kids' lives with technology and real-world interaction time. We can't wait to hear your story. Great. I'm so happy to be here and share it with you, Kara. Can we start right there? Because I know you have two kids and you are a powerhouse, right? You're a TV producer. You've been in media. You understand that digital interaction is how the world works. And what happened when your kids were little that made you say, nope, I've got to create something that will keep my kids safe and help build their self-awareness around technology while they're little? Well, right from the very beginning, you know, even when you're thinking about becoming a parent, you know, your eyes are automatically going to other families in the restaurant, families on the playground, seeing how these families are interacting and imagining what your life is going to be like. And one thing from the very start that I hated to see was, um, you know, parents giving kids devices almost like a pacifier. You know, you're in a restaurant, you want some quiet here, just, you know, take, take my phone, take my phone, just, you know, whatever I can do to make you quiet. So at, at the start of you know, my parental journey, I really wanted to be conscientious of modeling good behavior. And I didn't want the kids to see me on devices all the time, even though in large part, my job, my husband's job requires us to be on devices quite a bit. So you know, when we were together, when we were playing, when we were at the park, when we were at the dinner table, I tried to keep devices away from this family time. However, you know, once the once a worldwide pandemic hit, you know, which who was expecting that um, they were both in school. I had a kindergartner and a second grader. We shifted to home learning. You know, the school shut down. There was no in-person learning. Everything went online. That was eight hours a day for a five year old and a six and a half year old to have to sit in front of the screen and 
attempt to be engaged. You know, you know, it suddenly became my job to make sure they were in front of that screen, to make sure they were staring and they were listening and that they were participating. And then when those eight hours were up, well, mommy, I want to speak to my friends. Mommy, I want to play a game with my friends. Mommy, I want to be in the Girl Scouts. And if I, my brownie meeting is online. Suddenly, our entire life became so digitally based. So something that I'd really been trying to avoid, you know, hit us like a head-on collision at a very, very young age. So Karis and Cake, this learning platform, this digital learning platform that my husband and I um, came up with, we had been exploring it prior to the pandemic. Um, with a big uh, focus on how kids can experience a new way of learning, how learning can, you know, be consistently um, excellent for kids, no matter where they live, no matter what their background, socioeconomic class is. Um, And then it also shifted to the way kids can develop their digital habits. So um, Carrots and Cake is, you know, a one-two punch to try to, you know, help kids in their learning, in their digital life, and then also help parents like, kind of free themselves of the guilt associated with handing over a device when they need that quiet time, when they need to get some work done, when they need to make dinner. We try to address all of these concerns with carrots and cake. Wow. There's so much in what you just shared. So (laughs) it's super intentional. And tell us more about how the app works. Is it on your phone and you hand it over to your child? Is it on the child's iPad and it's all set up for them there? Because I was hanging out with kids I used to nanny for recently. And she said, this little five-year-old said something to me that I thought was fascinating because they have the little iPad with the bumper around it, right? Mm, That goes in the car for long trips. And she went to grab it. And I said, it's not screen time. And she said, this isn't a screen. This isn't a TV. This isn't a video. This is my iPad. And so the delineation for these kids of what is media, what is a screen is not clear to them. So how does your app work and whose device is it on? Well, you said a couple of things there that I thought were absolutely brilliant. Like, first of all, the the little girl uh, not associating her iPad with the screen. Number one, I've not heard that before. And that's really fascinating. And that is like a really new path uh, for me to think about. Um, but the intentionality that you brought up, that is really key. And thinking about, you know, it doesn't always have to do with the quantity of the screen time that our kids are having, but the quality of that screen time. And what Kerosene Cake does is try to elevate that time spent on screen with quality and intentionality. So we call ourselves a learning platform. Sometimes we'll say we're um, a parental control learning app. And what we do is you download us from the app store. We're only on Apple devices at the moment. And it can be, yes, it can be on your child's device, or if your family is sharing a device, you can also set it up in those ways. You have the option. But what it does is essentially, as you go through the onboarding process, parents pick their favorite learning apps. We suggest you pick two or three when you're doing the setup. Now, if you don't already have learning apps on your your iPad or your child's iPad, um, we can give you lots of ideas. We've gone through a vetting process. These are all third-party apps. We have not, we're not gaining anything financially. We're just trying to find the best apps 
uh, for kids at certain ages and depending on what parents are looking for. If they want something that's free, if they want something that doesn't have ads, if they want something that's a low dopamine activity, you know, we try to hit all these different points that might interest a parent. And also, I want to emphasize that when I talk about learning apps, I don't necessarily mean just traditional reading and math. You can also think out of the box, things that have a high cognitive load that gets your child's mind working and thinking. It could be puzzles. It could be chess. It could be a physical activity. It could be their violin lesson. It could be their homework app. You know, there's a lot of different um, creative things that kids can do. It doesn't have to necessarily be, um, you know, two times two whatever your child is interested in. So during the setup, you, you download these learning apps or you set up the learning apps that you already have. So let's say it is on your child's iPad. This means that the next time they open their iPad, everything on that iPad is completely locked down with the exception of those learning apps that you chose. So this means that, you know, the money that you spent on learning apps, you know, some people spend hundreds of dollars on these programs that kids never use. That means now when the child opens it, they have to use it for a set amount of time. It also means they're going to be using it distraction-free. So they're not going to be ads popping up. There aren't going to be text messages coming in or emails. There was recently a study that said for adults, our attention span is 47 seconds when we're on a screen. For a child, it's much less. So being able to put that intentionality and that um, lack of distraction into the learning is immensely beneficial for the, for the kids. All right, so say you set up two apps and um, you want them to do it for 20 minutes each or 15 minutes each, 10 minutes each. Um, so basically they do those two apps, say 10 minutes, 10 minutes, time is up. Okay. So that those were your carrots. That's what we call the learning apps. And now it's time for your cake. And that's the free playtime. So now the rest of the device finally unlocks. And for whatever time the parent has set it up for, maybe you want them to have 30 minutes of free time. Now the child can go and they can play. They can have their agency, their sense of freedom, their sense of fun um, to, you know, explore however they'd like. So what we're really trying to create is balance, balance between um, learning activities and non-learning activities. And also importantly, balance between what we're aiming to be low dopamine activities and high dopamine activities, because that's where we really find that kids start to fall into a pattern of, you know, not necessarily addiction. That's like a, a very uh, high level to, to call this, but, you know, having the inability to put the screen down when mommy says your time is up, having a tantrum every time we tell them, you know, you had your hour, now it's time to go outside and practice soccer. You know, we want to build healthy screen time uh, habits in kids and we want to help them self-regulate. And we find balancing between high dopamine and low dopamine is the best way to do that. I love everything about this. Um, one of the things we are seeing as preschool and kindergarten teachers welcoming kids back into classrooms or welcoming kids into a shared learning space, potentially for the first time right? Because these COVID babies are now three and four, and these COVID toddlers are now five and six. And we see addiction. We truly do. We also see the self-soothing that you were talking about, the pacifying belief. When I'm upset, this will calm me down. I need a screen. So what's really interesting to me as I listen to you is parents who are, want to break the COVID technology cycle, 
that has now been established in their child's physiology and in their brain as a connection to this screen have two options. They can cold turkey and say, we're just done. We don't do this anymore where there's no more screens. Or they can do what you are offering, which is let's be clear and intentional that you do still get to have your screen time, but this is how it's going to be. I want you to talk more, if you can, about this self-regulation piece, because I teach in my courses that we want to create a world of intrinsic motivation in our children. We want them to choose activities and things and whatever it might be in the world because they feel a sense of achievement and accomplishment when they reach that goal they set for themselves. And it sounds like you've calibrated this in such a way that once they finish what they have to do, right? I was raised to do the hard thing first. <laughs> Once they finish what they have to do, they get that sense of accomplishment when they get what they want to do. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the name Carrots and Cake comes specifically from looking at, you know, the, the tried and true age-old parenting technique of, you know, eat your carrots before your cake. Do what you have to do before doing what you want to do um, and having that balance in your life. So, you know, we don't ever want to paint anything with, a, you know, a sign saying this is good and this is bad. Things are just different. They're all good in, in different ways that, and they have bad points in different ways. But as long as we keep things balanced and intentional, then, that, that, you know, I think that's the path forward. So when I talk about um, getting kids to self-regulate, it's important to understand, um, especially for parents who feel like they're pulling their hair out and that their kids are not listening to them that, you know, you say again and again and again, you have one hour of screen time, the timer's gone off. It's time to get off. No, no, no. Five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes. And it's so hard to go cold turkey because as parents, I mean, at least for me as a mom, those, those minutes of quiet are, can sometimes be, you know, the, the most precious moments of my day. Like that, they're the, they're the lifesaver that I have um, in my day. So really what we want to do is, um, be able uh, in carrots and cake is if you go to our website, we try to have a lot of support mechanisms for families, for parents um, who maybe don't know where to begin. So as parents, we all want our kids to be able to self-regulate and to be intentional. But I, what I want parents to recognize is when you're feeling like you want to pull your hair out and you're having arguments with your child and they're throwing tantrums, your argument isn't with your child. You're acting exactly as they're supposed to be. Really, the battle is with Silicon Valley because they've put so much persuasive design into the games and the streaming and the apps your kids are using. There's so much money and algorithms that go into it. And your child, whose prefrontal cortex is still developing, you know, they have no defense system against what, what they're coming up against. So when you think about the prefrontal cortex, it's the front part of your brain that's in control of executive function. So these are um, impulse control, you know, the ability to put the device down. And this is something that doesn't even develop until we're in our mid-20s. So, you know, I'm sure we, you know, parents listening probably see it, like we have trouble putting things down. So it's, it's tenfold, you know, a hundredfold for our children. So if you go to our website, we have lots of articles and videos by experts to kind of let you know you're not alone. You have found your people. We're here to help you and we're here to support you. So they're not built for self-regulation right now. All we can do is really support them as much as we can. And that can be like with an app like Carrots and Cake where they see, okay, 
I'm doing what I have to do. And then I'm getting to do what I want to do. Um, and maybe you tell them, all right, as long as you're putting your device down and you're not throwing tantrums, we'll give you a little bit more free time next week. And you can see, you know, in your family, how your kids are reacting, what they're doing. Um, and if you can trust them with more screen time, if they're showing these skills, if they're, if they're developing, if they're getting stronger or if they're not. Hey mama, Cara here, just hopping in to say how impressed I am by you and your dedication to raise a whole child who will be world and school ready. You know that parenting is a job, a J-O-B job, and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to know what you don't know. And that's what I'm here for. My Transforming the Toddler Years course is currently closed, but I am accepting one-on-one clients who are looking to make massive transformation inside their home. If you're feeling overwhelmed, disconnected, and that you're in survival mode all day, every day, but you wake up determined to be intentional, calm, and connected so that you can help your child thrive, I can help. Schedule a complimentary connection call with the link in the show notes to share your parenting journey and your current struggles. Let's see how we can work together to help you transform the toddler years. When you think about how time works and how much time you want your child to spend on different activities throughout the day, and that can be, you know, sports, talking to friends, doing their chores, doing their homework and their screen time. Um, We're also dividing the time between the carrots and the cake. So you have the the learning act time and your child will get a notification, letting them know when there's just five minutes left, letting them know when the carrot time has ended and the free um, cake screen time has come up. So, so, they're, so they know, okay, all right, I'm done with what I had to do. Maybe I want to continue doing it. Maybe I don't want to continue doing it because instead I want to play Roblox for a little while or I want to watch a video on YouTube. Um, they'll also get a warning letting them know when there's five minutes of that time coming up. Um, and also we try to help wean them off in another way, which is like we, we'll send them ideas of, okay, you only have five minutes left. Uh, when you get offline, how about going outside and um, picking your mom a bouquet of flowers for the dinner table, or here's an arts and crafts project that you can do. So we give them warnings. We give them options of some ideas of activities they can do. And then when that time is up, the time is up. So it takes the onus off the parent. It takes that guilt away from like the child going and saying, can I have five more minutes? Can I have you know, sorry, we've already discussed our internet plan as a family and your time is up on carrots and cake. So now everything is locked down for the rest of the day and you can't get back on again. So the mom and dad, they don't have to be the, the bad guy anymore. We'll, we'll take responsibility. Carrots and cake can be the bad guy. I love that third person responsibility. And I think That's a lot so- of people that have tried um, screen time, uh, other screen time apps like Apple screen time, which, you know, is free. It's on your device. Um, you know, it can work, uh, but there's lots of ways that kids get around it. And the thing that, um, you know, would annoy me the most was, you know, I would be in a meeting somewhere and I would get these little alerts saying, you know, uh, Margo wants 15 minutes more free time. Can Margo have free 15 more? And it keeps buzzing in my pocket, buzzing in my pocket. And I, she knows from free time. So I'm like 15 more minutes. No, but the, the reminders keep coming until you just out of frustration, press it. So it'll leave you alone. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and that's basically like 
literal button pushing what kids are doing, except doing it digitally. <laughs> this is too much. 100%. You, know, you brought this up and it made me think, I love Wordle. I have since it started. And recently I realized, I said to my husband, when Wordle first came out, you could only do one a day. And I was so happy about that because it kept me from overusing that time for myself. And now you can do as many as you want. And it's so overwhelming for me. So this limitation that you're talking about is fantastic, that it's either available or it's not available. And kids need those boundaries. They need them physically in their life. They need them emotionally in their life. And they certainly need them with these devices. This is such a unique app. I took a look at your website and then I went around the app store and I was looking and I'm like, wow, they really hit a solution here that doesn't just grow lack of tantrums, <laughs> right? It doesn't right. just create lack of tantrums. It You're really raising your human being to be ready for this post-pandemic life because everything out there has changed. What type of feedback are you hearing from parents and what age ranges are using it? The listeners here primarily have kids between birth and five. If they have multiple kids, they may have some olders as well. Or if they're in a beautifully blended family, they may have some olders. Um, for little kids who can't read the, you have five mm -hmm. more minutes. For little kids who can't read, go pick a bouquet of flowers. What are you doing for those kiddos? And do their parents get a notification too? How does this work? Uh, sure. So, you know, we're a young company and we're constantly growing. We've been trying to introduce um, imagery into the notifications. So, so for a child that's two, three, four, can't read, they'll see like maybe a little hourglass that's coming up to let them know that their time is coming to an end. Um, and so we'll pictorially try to, to convey the messages to kids. Now, at the beginning, when we first introduced the app, we were saying this is for kids kind of in between the ages of four to 10 years old. But what we were also finding was parents were giving their kids um, devices much, much earlier. And I think we've all realized that um, it's really hard to say no to devices completely. There has to be a relationship where we, where we still introduce a device to the kids. And what we found is as long as you put carrots and cake on the device, for the little kids as well, it works much better than something like guided access, which is a lot what a lot of parents use if they're going to hand over their phone because these kids are really too young to have their own device. So in this way, you could set it up. So when you hand the kids over, you turn on carrots and cake, and then they, they can go in and out of some different safe apps that you've already chosen, um, you know, and they could be, you know, nursery rhymes or, or videos that your kids like, you can choose. Um, but you know your phone is also safe from them accidentally getting into your email account or, you know, photos or sending a text message to your boss that they weren't supposed to do. Or buying so something. Still, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so it's, a, it's, it's a safe way to like lock down your phone in a safe way for your privacy, but also be sharing it with your kids and not having to rely on um, Guided access, guided access. Guided. I don't have littles anymore. I have bigs. Yeah. And ironically, I have one who we gave her her first phone used secondhand at 
16 when she got her license because we wanted an emergency option for her to be safe. She cried. She didn't want it. <laughs> we, she's like this anti-technology kid. And wow. it's just so interesting. Um, and then the other one, the older kiddo was all about when can I get my first device? And she was 14. And we said, Back then there were there were no iPhones. Okay. So it was iPod Touch was right. the new thing. That. Right. So we said, okay, but here's the deal. You have to earn it yourself. So go find yourself a summer job and make some cash. You pay for it yourself. It will only ever be attached to the Wi-Fi in our house. And you have to ask us before you download something so we know it's appropriate. So we kind of created our own little carrots and cake, right? In yeah. a way, way back because uh, she's now 20. But yes, it was tricky business because we knew we wanted her. And, and the other thing that we did is, well, I said, I'm going to unequivocally trust you until you show me that I can't. And that's when I'll start coming in and taking away privileges and cutting down your access, because I really want kids to know that they are respected and trusted here in this collaborative parenting world that I teach. And if we go in immediately and say, if you do this, 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 and this, I'm taking it away, then it just feels so invasive right out of the gate and so derisive. So I, I love that you have created something that takes the onus off the parents to have to always be having that conversation over and over and over again and allows the kids to be safe. Um, you said something earlier about watching a YouTube video as part of their cake. Can you tell us how kids stay safe in that realm? Because we know there's YouTube videos on everything. Yeah, it can be a challenge. And one of the things that we found is when we tried to block YouTube um, full stop, we couldn't actually do it because our kids, there were so many um, lessons that the teachers would refer to on YouTube. So it was something that we needed to have on the device. You can set up YouTube for kids. Um, that's, that's one path that you can follow. Um, another thing to do, especially if you have really little kids, is you don't have to have YouTube. You don't have to have YouTube for kids. There's other streamers out there that can be, um, have controls put on them. And if you go to our website, will be able to suggest those ones to you. I mean, it was really smart what you did with your kids prior to all these different like parental control apps. It sounds like you have a couple of great kids at home that like want to make mommy proud and, 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 and do as you say, and, you know, take, get self-worth from, you know, earning a device for themselves and following the rules. Um, and that's something that's really important to Carrots and Kate too. We want to be constructive and we want to be positive and we want to uplift parents and kids. So one of the big things that are different, um, you know, when I say we're a parental control learning app, a lot of parents come to us thinking, okay, well, am I going to be able to read my child's tech messages? Am I going to be able to GPS track my child? Am I going to be able to know, you know, they want to, they want to practically mirror their child's screen and know what the kids are doing. But that's how we're very different from all other parental control apps. Um, we find that those can really break the, the bonds of trust between parents and kids. Um, you know, when a child feels like their freedom is being um, infringed upon, it can cause reactance. And reactance is rebellious behavior in kids. So they start acting the opposite of how you want them to act. We really encourage a moms and dads, co-parents, grandparents, whoever is raising the kids, um, before they start carrots and cake, we'll, we'll give them a digital cheat sheet, we call it. And these are talking points that you can talk with your partner. 
what, how do we feel how, so we can be a team when it comes to screens? So we're both on the same page and we're giving the kids the same information and we're delivering the same rules and ultimatums to them. Then you can sit down with your kids and have another conversation. What's important to them, what, the, what they do online? Where are they going? Why do they like to go there? And parents should understand you know, why, why certain things are important to their kids. And then you can start carrots and cake together. Um, you know, we found like also a lot of parental controls are all about, you know, basically the setting the timer and that's it. So you're only looking at that quantity. You're not looking at the quality. Um, so, you know, again, we, we help to try to achieve that balance in the kids' life and build those self-regulation skills. So, so good. I want to ask you one final question, and this is a specific one from a number of parents I work with and it's food related. Ironically okay. enough, right? Because you started right this on. whole conversation talking about parents giving their kids devices, like when you went out to dinner at, at a table that was meant for eating and conversing with other people. So I have a number of parents I work with, and they have littles between the ages of three and five, whose kids will only finish their dinner if they have their device or some, if they're watching something at the table while they're eating. In that moment, they have no trouble finishing every single thing on their plate, no matter what it is. When the device is removed, oh, all of a sudden, they don't know how to eat their food. So, I mean, I coach them in different ways, but my question for you, and, and I always coach based on who the kid is, just like you're talking about, that matters so much. My question for you is, you're so smart about this. What is the long-term lasting effect of equating screens and the dinner table or the lunch table together. I'm just so curious what your take is. There's a number of things there. Number one, the kids are probably finishing their dinner, eating their vegetables because they're being distracted. They're not even noticing what's happening in front of them because the screen has provided that pacifier effect. And they're, they've kind of zoned out and they've gone into their own world and they're not being intentional about what they're eating. And I think, you know, what we have been seeing trends in is kids that are spending too much time online are becoming overweight. There's a lack of sleep. There's greater anxiety. So when you're not paying attention to real life, these are some of the things that, that can happen. And I know it, I remember like when I would do my kid's hair, and I still do, when I brush their hair, they would scream like I'm trying to scalp them or something. And some parents would be like, no, just put that, put a video on. And they like, won't even notice what you're doing. I didn't do that. But, you know, sometimes you do have to have some discomfort in your life. Okay, it is harder for your kids to like look at their pee and eat it rather than look at Peppa Pig um, and be distracted while they're, while they're having their dinner. But these are skills. You know, we're parents and we're helping our kids build skills. And one of those skills is eating your food and, and noticing your food, being intentional about it having that socialization time around the dinner table, making the dinner table, you know, that's one of the big things I say should be a non-device place. This is the, this is sometimes, you know, a family's only time together through the course of the day to catch up with each other, um, to know what's going on in their lives. This is something else that Carrots and Cake does is, you know, we send parents emails, we send them alerts to let them know that their kids have done their Carrots and Cake, if they've had a streak, how, what they're doing, but also to let them know, you know, these are the activities your kids are doing online. Here's some questions. 
Like if you know nothing about these games that they're playing, here are some like in-depth questions that you can ask at the dinner table to really connect and help bond with the kids. We suggest that parents do play video games with their kids. You know, take an interest in what your kids are interested in and it's just going to strengthen your family bonds. And, um, you know, that's what we want more than anything in Carrots and Cake is for the family unit to be stronger. That's, that's why we made it, you know, to create the balance so the kids are getting that screen time they want, but, you know, also connecting with their parents and, and their friends and the family and their grandparents, everybody, you know? So really... You are a social emotional technology company. <laughs> That's a great way to look at it. Maybe that can be our new tagline. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. When you were answering that, it, it clicked for me, actually. It's the same idea as sitting in front of the television with a bag of chips and then the bag of chips is gone. Exactly. And so this is not something that we want to set as a standard for our kids from a very young age. Meredith, thank you so much for sharing all this gold with us. And more importantly, creating a resource that is going to keep kids connected to their parents, having open conversations and safe and learning online. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can get a hold of this app. And then if you have any type of offer for them, we'd love to hear it. Sure thing. So you can always find Carrots and Cake in the Apple App Store. You can download it onto your iPhone or to your iPad. Please visit our website, www.carrotsandcake.com, where we give you lots of information, um, not just about the app and what went into developing it and the science behind it, but also really useful tips and a community for parents to, to get involved in. Um, I'd love, Cara, for your listeners to try us out. Um, we have an offer today. So if you download Carrots and Cake, you'll see a little line um, when you're setting it up for special codes. And your code is Toddler Years, all one word. And that will give your listeners a 60-day free trial as opposed to the 14-day free trial. Like I said earlier, we are a young company and we love to hear from our users. So any feedback, you know, anybody out there could give us, you know, we would love to hear it. Ways we can make the app better, maybe what ways the app isn't working for you. Some of our users have just reported some great statistics to us, letting us know that using carrots and cake, their kids have tripled the amount of time that they're spending on learning apps. So these are learning apps that they probably like weren't using at all, but now they, they have to use them. So they've tripled the time on learning apps and they've cut down their overall screen time in half. So these are really, really encouraging numbers um, to us at Carrots and Cake and to a lot of families out there. Wow. What an excellent thing to end on. I just, I feel so encouraged. The whole reason for this podcast is that post-pandemic parenting is hard and being a child who lived through or was born during the pandemic means that you had a very different start to life. And so the intentionality around how we support these kids inside the home and as they transition to school is so important and your app really fits right in there. Thank you, Meredith, for everything. I cannot wait to share all the good feedback we get and all the beautiful reviews from this episode with you. Terrific. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Until our next episode, stay mindful and proactive as you transform the toddler years.